White boy summer every day. My name is Justin. I like big booty Latinas. I feel like a lot of white boys don't want to put down on some thick. A lot of white boys don't want to put down on some thick shit. They're worried about school and economics. Quit being scared. Go get a big booty Latina. Sir. Yes? Don't worry about nothing else in the world. Get you a big booty Latina. What would get me a big booty Latina? You tell me. I'm already married to one. No, no, see, I did. Oh! White boy summer. What up, what up? It is another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. I believe we're on 49. This is a week seven preview. I am riding solo. I am your also your host. My name is Nate. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Naterade530 and our league at Taco Court Pod. Let's get into it. We're going to start out with some other little notes here. Watch some rom-com-ish, rom-romance, love story movies here over the weekend. The girls just got back from Virginia on their fall break, so we've just been hanging out, laying around, doing some things around the house and that kind of stuff. So we watched a couple movies. We got three of them here. 500 Days of Summer, Atonement, and Love Guaranteed. If I'm ranking them, Love Guaranteed, number one, 500 Days of Summer, number two, and then Atonement, number three. Spoiler alerts coming up, but if you haven't watched these, it's already too late. I mean, Love Guaranteed came out last year, 2020. 500 Days came out, what, 2009-ish, Atonement, 2007 or something like that, so whatever. Anyways, boom, boom, boom. Number one, Love Guaranteed. Kind of feel good, funny lawyer, chick, paralegals are funny in there. You know, whatever. Anyways, it's like this guy who's trying to sue this dating app basically because he went, he's going on a thousand dates and didn't find love. Anyways, it's got everything that your classic rom-com wants and it comes to ups and downs and it kind of leaves you with a smile and happy tears at the end while you eat your Whopper ice cream straight from the half gallon carton like a real one. I don't really have anything to say bad about this one, nothing negative, but definitely rank my number one. It's kind of quirky. Chick rides around in a old school vehicle where her like door handle pops off all the time so she just puts it in her purse and that's how she opens her car essentially and then there is like this tiffany song i think we're alone now something 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 you know the song and it it jams it's probably going to be on the back end of this i don't know yet but anyways it's a good movie go watch that one it's funny it's cute watch it with somebody Anyways, number two, 500 Days of Summer. I got a lot to say about this one. Zoe Deschanel is in it, and she is a complete pirate hooker. In her eyes, she really doesn't want love, nor does she believe in it. But the other character, Joseph Gordon Levette, his character is all about the fairy tale stuff and all that. They connect through work, and they hit it off pretty well. And before you ask, yes, I do aspire to be like them in Ikea at the beginning of the movie, kind of like the beginning of the time when they when they meet. It goes through like these 500 days. Her name is Summer in the movie. That's what it's about, 500 days with her. So it goes back and forth between day that and this, that, the other, right? Day four, day 397, back to day 40 or whatever like that. She ends up breaking things off with him and it's because she's not ready to add a label, but he's ready to let, add a label and she's freaking out about it and all that kind of jazz, whatever. And then a few months later, she ends up engaged and getting married to another guy. Total bummer. And if you have a heart, you end up feeling for the dude a little bit, right? But here's the real ass kicker. He later then meets this girl as he's going to an interview for a job and she's interviewing for the same job. But this actress is Minka Kelly. So if you know who Minka Kelly is, she is a total bitch um, in her roles, I should say. But anyways, he ends up working the courage to ask her for coffee after the interview and they ask 
because they were kind of like joking prior about like, oh, I hope you don't get the job or whatever, this little flirty stuff or whatever like that. And he ends up seeing it as a sign because, oh man, that's what it is. Anyways, she ends up saying yes, tells him that her name is Autumn. Huge red flag. You can't go dating the seasons, guy, especially not this girl. Did you not see Friday Night Lights? She's lying. Her name is not Autumn. Her name is Lila Garrity. She is the girlfriend of Jason Street, who ends up sleeping with Riggins, Tim Riggins. Everybody loves Tim Riggins, including her, right? His best friend. And her dad is Buddy Garrity, who owns the damn dealership in Dillon, Texas. Nearly shut down the season trying to get Voodoo Tatum on the team because he didn't believe in Matt Saracen. We all know how that turned out. Saracen is the man. Holy crap, dude. Stay away. Red flags everywhere. Anyways, go watch the movie. It's a pretty good one. Kind of heartbreaking, but it's kind of good. Anyways, it's pretty funny too. And number three, Atonement. Number three, Atonement. I saw this on Amazon Prime. I think it's like a 2007 movie. Kind of intrigued because it took place in the 1930s England, like late 1930s. It's supposed to be a love story, and but the really the real story is about this like snot little sister who ends up seeing things unfold between her sister who's older and a guy that her sister digs and they're kind of like whatever, freaky deaky, whatever, like back then you're not supposed to be having like premarital sex and all this kind of stuff and he writes some letter accidentally gives it to the little sister she takes it and it's the wrong letter he meant to say some apology one but he sent this other one that was completely vulgar later on her bias the little sister's bias ends up uh sending the dude into prison and his only way to get out of prison is to join the army and fight in the war well later on she learns exactly what ended up happening there's like a kind of like an attack thing on one of their friends or something or a cousin or something like that and it's this other dude who's like in a position of power and all this kind of stuff and he's like creepy because he's like older but she's like a, a youth a minor um it's really sick but she ends up blaming it on uh her sister's dude or whatever like that he goes to prison he can get out of jail whatever anyways but she ends up learning about it like late in the 40s kind of like when the war is dwindling down a little bit and she wants to tell her sister about it and come clean but then the dude ends up dying right before he comes home from the war then her sister ends up dying by drowning in a hideout tunnel underground after a bomb is dropped and it like hits some water main or something she ends up drowning she never ends up getting to tell her sister and make things right later on in the present time ish let's say like 60 years later she writes her 21st and last book and she comes clean about all that happened and speaks in an interview about how she's always felt like she kept her sister and her dude from the life that they deserve and the love that they deserve but then she follows it right up with how she thinks now that she made it so that they could be together forever without any issues while they're dead like yeah they both died but uh they're in heaven together and living you know their the life they've always wanted and all this kind of stuff fuck that bitch Anyways, moving on to a waiver wire update. We had five waiver claims go in, but tons of bids because Terrence, the Milford Academy, dropped Dallas Goddard last week, right before the Zach Ertz trade. So no really shade on him. Goddard wasn't getting all the run and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, he was an asset. So he was on the waiver wire this week. Top Size Matter acquired Dallas Goddard for $701, dropping Tyler Conklin to do so. Bids of 303 came from the Vinegar Strokes, 250 from the Boner Jams, 03, 200 from the Murder Boners, 176 from Tony Patriot, 102 from Three Penis Wine, 58 from I Shave My Balls for this. Thank you, Terrence. You just gave probably the best flex option out there on the waiver wire. Two Cops Lives Matter and they are in first place. Waiver number two, Vinegar Strokes, that's us, acquired Dearness Johnson for $535, dropping Brandon Bolden to do so. Bids of 350 came 
from the Milford Academy and not one, but 269 came from Too Hot to Handle. Hey now. And 100 came from the Boner Jams 03. Three Penis Wine acquired Kenyon Drake for $102, dropping Gio Bernard to do so. The only other bid was $1 from the Murder Boners. Three Penis Wine also acquired Donovan Peoples Jones for $102, dropping Darius Slayton to do so. Only other bid came from the Milford Academy for 50 bucks. And last and least, the Milford Academy acquired Teddy Bridgewater for $50, dropping Cameron Brake to do so. No other bids were made. Let's take a break to hear from our sponsors. Please bring back the $5 foot long subway. I'm aware that it's not a sustainable business strategy, but I'm hungry and broke. And we are back. We are going to hop into a week seven preview right here, previewing all the matchups in Taco Court Fantasy Football League this week. Matchup number one, we have the two and four Eskimo brothers headed to the four and two, too hot to handle. Too hot to handle is a 14 point favorite, favorite to win 152 to 138. While the Eskimo brothers rosters, the Packers quarterback, Derek Henry, Leonard Fournette, Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson, Kendrick Bourne, Zach Ertz, Mike Gusecki, and Russell Gage. While too hot to handle is fielding the Cardinals quarterback, Antonio. Gibson, James Conner, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, AJ Green, Travis Kelsey, Darnell Mooney, and Damian Williams. Give me too hot to handle to take this one home. Matchup number two, we have the three penis wine, four and two headed to the three and three password is taco. Password is taco is a 10 point favorite. Favorite to win this matchup, 127 to 117. Three penis wine is missing all of his Vikings. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. He's also missing Deontay Johnson, but he's going to be rostering the Bengals quarterback, Joe Mixon, Darrell Henderson, T. Higgins, Rashad Bateman, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Robbie Tanyan, Brandon Cooks, and Naheem Hines, while Passwords Taco has the Bucks quarterback, DeAndre Swift, Chuba Hubbard, DK Metcalf, Odell Beckham, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Henry, Melvin Gordon gave him 11 the other night. Odell Beckham gave him four, and he's also got Darrell Williams. I believe that the Bengals are going to have some tough sledding to do against the Baltimore Ravens, and there is a lot of Bengals on this roster. And on the other side, we've got a lot of guys who are probably going to go off. Give me password is Taco to take this one down, moving them to four and three. Matchup number three, we have the Murder Boners, one and five, headed to the one and five Boner Jams 03. Boner Jams 03 is currently a 19-point favorite, favored to win this matchup, 126 to 107. Someone in this matchup is going to end up at the bottom of the stand. Murder Boners is rostering the Titans quarterback Chase Edmonds, Jeremy McNichols, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Hunter Renfro, Noah Fant gave him 8.9 on Thursday Night Football, Brandon Ayuk, and Zach Pascal. Wow. The Boner Jams 03 is rostering the Eagles quarterback Aaron Jones, JD McKissick, Bob Woods, Chris Godwin, Devonta Smith, Tyler Higby, Marquise Galloway, and Brian Edwards. Notable outs for this week. We got Kareem Hunt out for the Boner Jams 03. He's also missing Marvin Jones, who's basically dead. And Najee Harris is out on his roster while the Murder Boners is missing Saquon Barkley. Adam Thielen's on by. Michael Gallup's on by. Dawson Knox and the Vikings quarterback. He's also got CEH in the IR. Give me the Boner Jams 03 to get a victory. Putting the Murder Boners in Sacco contention for this year, which is really going to suck for that guy. Matchup number four, we have I Shave My Balls for this. Three and three headed to the five and one number one team in Taco Court Fantasy Football League, Cops Lives Matter. Cops Lives Matter is favored to win this matchup by 17 points, 154 to 137. We have I've Shaved My Balls for this roster in the Rams quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, Devonta Booker, Tyree Kill, Smokey Brown, Christian Kirk, Mo Cox, Miles Sanders, and Miles Gaskin. While Cops Lives Matter has the Chiefs quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Damian Harris, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton gave him 11 on Thursday Night Football, Jalen Waddle, Kyle Pitts, Corey Davis, and Sterling Shepard. I'd like to say that I think Tyree Kill is going to go off for like a 35 to 40 burger this 
this weekend. But the only thing with that that hurts, I shave my balls for this, is that Patrick Mahomes is on the other side, the Chiefs quarterback, and he's going to be chucking it up and giving it to everybody else as well. So go ahead and give me Cops Lives Matter to win this one running away. Matchup number five, we have the Pocket Dogs 3-3 three and three, headed to the 5-1 Milford Academy. The Pocket Dogs in this one. The Pocket Dogs are favored to win by 32 points currently. 134 to 102. We will start with what the Milford Academy is missing. Right now, he currently has in his tight end spot Rob Gronkowski and no other tight end on his roster. So we'll see what that is. That's a zero. He's down Nick Chubb, Stefan Diggs, Chris Carson, Cowboys quarterback. So that kind of plays into it a little bit as well, right? Pocket Dogs roster, Dolphins quarterback, Josh Jacobs, Michael Carter, Devontae Adams, Rondell Moore, Darius Slayton, Mark Andrews, Michael Pittman Jr., Amon Ross, St. Brown. It is his birthday weekend, so go ahead and lock him up for a touchdown. He's scoring one against the Rams. If birthday birthday touchdowns are a thing. Anyways, Milford Academy, Broncos quarterback gave him 17 points on Thursday Night Football. Alex Collins, Devontae Freeman, Mike Evans, Jamar Chase, Khalif Raymond. Did talk about Rob Gronkowski in the lineup right now. That's, that kind of skews the score a little bit, but not 32 points skews the score. Devontae Parker and Jamison Crowder give me the pocket dogs to run away with this one and do to the Milford Academy what my team should have done last week, but it was a disaster. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Now for the main event of the week, we have the Vinegar Strokes 3 and 3 headed to the 2 and 4 Tony Patriot, the Battle of the Podcast. Tony Patriot is currently a three-point favorite, favorite to beat me 137 to 134. I am Ross Dream, the Falcons quarterback Cordell Patterson, Dearness Johnson gave me 26.8 on Thursday Night Football, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Boyd, Tim Patrick with 3.6 on Thursday Night Football, Darren Waller, Mike Davis, and McCole Hardman. Tony Patriot has the Ravens quarterback, Javante Williams, gave them 17 on Thursday Night football khalil herbert deandre hopkins terry mclaurin jacoby myers tj hawkinson tyler lockett and elijah mitchell tony patriot is favored to beat me by three points this week darren waller might not play he came up on the injury report 
Saturday. Not good. Questionable. I am down C.D. Lamb, Chargers quarterback Mike Williams. He is down Austin Eckler, Zach Moss. I am also down Christian McCaffrey in my IR. I need Tony Patriot to lose so that I can go up the standings as well. But my team is not really dead if I go three and four. But I want him to be four and three. Put me in a better position. I need to get to 500 by the time Christian McCaffrey comes back. Hopefully week nine, I need to be four and four. Tony Patriot, we want him to be Sacco again. The first three-time Sacco in Taco Court Fantasy Football League history. I'm picking Tony to win this matchup. Tony Patriot to beat the Vinegar Strokes, moving me down to three and four, bumping him up to three and four as well. Lock of the week. My lock of the week is going to be the Pocket Dogs over the Milford Academy, dropping the Milford Academy to five and two and moving the Pocket Dogs to four and three. Put it on the board. Yeah. I think that's how it goes. Anyways, Lock of the Week was presented by bangacenter.com. Promo code TACO for 31% off your first month's service. Once again, Lock of the Week presented by bangacenter.com. Promo code TACO for 31% off your first month's service. Yes, you only pay 69% for your first month. It's not a preview episode without a draft. I don't care that anybody else is not here. I don't care that Tony's not here. I don't care that Matt's not here. I don't care that anybody else isn't on the podcast. I'm not calling anybody. We're riding solo. This is going to be a French fry draft. You will see why we are doing a French fry draft here in a couple minutes. Maybe in a minute. I don't know how long this is going to take. Top five French fries of all time. Drafting by me. I'll go first. And the first pick 1.1 is McDonald's. That is it. The draft is over and moving on to why we did a French fry draft here. I get a text message today it's from the spouse of Tony Patriot it says 1 13 PM mountain time. Today I got fries from Burger King and McDonald's. The kids did a taste test and both of them said Burger King had the better fries. Next text message. Boom! Two exclamation marks. She goes on to say, triple text. I also recorded it for proof. Now look, I appreciate the Cosentino family. They let me stay with them for two months while I moved to Colorado with nothing but my clothes, and my computer equipment. They made it so my expenses were extremely low so that I could get my own place, get set up and settled. I attribute them heavily to what my life situation is right now. I made great friendships with their kids. I've made great friendships with them. We watched Loki together. We talk about books. We talk about movies. We talk about our kids. We'd share adult beverages. But at some point we have to draw a line. We can't have text messages coming midday on a Saturday. Before the Dodgers are in an elimination match with the Atlanta Braves. Before Notre Dame is playing USC. Talking about how you conned your children into believing that Burger King fries were better than McDonald's fries. I assume that the conversation in the vehicle went, these ones are better, right? These are mommy's favorite. Hit record. 
Yes, Mom. I, I love Burger King fries. They are way better than McDonald's fries. I've tried to help your family become more hip, understand trends, be one with the kids, know the TikTok songs, know the dances. There have been messages that came to me that said, yeet. But I can't do anything about this. And what has to be done has to be done. Cosentino family, dad, mom, daughter, son, for your comments about Burger King fries being better than McDonald's fries. And I don't even know if Tony believes this to be true also, but he is guilty by association. It started with candy corn and now it's the fries. You are hereby put on the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast hit list as you have two strikes and our capos will be waiting for the third. Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. Banger of the Week takes us back to the year 1987. We already mentioned this song earlier, but we're going to go over a little bit of something here. Ped State beat the Miami Hurricanes 14 to 10 to win the national championship. The New York Football Giants won Super Bowl 21 over the Denver Broncos 39 to 20, located at the Rose Bowl. The Minnesota Twins won the World Series four games to three over the St. Louis Cardinals. The series MVP was Frank Viola. Indiana beat Syracuse to win the Men's National Basketball Championship 74 to 73. And the Lakers won four games to two over the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. And last but not least, the Men's Water Polo World Cup was won by Yugoslavia. Like I said before, you can catch this song like 37 times in the movie Love Guaranteed. I think some of the lyrics, you know, translate to what we're doing here too when we're talking about, hey, Murder Boners or Boner Jams 03 is going to be all by themselves at the bottom. I think that one of the 5 and 1 teams is going to be up there at the top and I believe it's going to be Chad. He'll be able to sing this song too and just be talking about his team and their record or where they're at. A lot of different teams are going to merge out of the middle, go up and down or whatever like that and feel like they're all they're all alone now. Anyways, this is I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Love you. Bye. <laughs>